Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 49 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful tuesday of bets Before we dive deep into today's action and talk some lines for you kind folks out there, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on, whether that be live on YouTube or the podcast audio recording on your favorite directory. If you could also be so kind and you have just a few extra moments, go ahead and hit that like button as well. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We certainly do appreciate it and it helps us make this thing bigger and better for all of you. And last but not least, if you're looking for more stuff from the TT crew head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the ttl link tree within that link tree you will find all of the ttl crew's content and social media so you can consume us however and whenever you please ladies and gentlemen gamblers joining us for today's show I am your humble host, Colton Colt 45 Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for joining us on today's Battle with the Books. You might be wondering who this young man to my left is if you ain't been here before, and I'm about to bring him on in. He is the co-host of the Talking the Line podcast, a Sox fan at heart, have to get it in every single time because his fandom runs thicker than any blood you've ever seen before, ladies and gentlemen. He is up on a high horse, little bit mediocre day yesterday today for his socks one and one but i am actually very high on them today going against those same cleveland indians i'll tell you about that a little later on in the pod but without further ado ladies and gentlemen the man the myth the degenerate gambling legend himself mr riley armax magnuson partner how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing great. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning here in the Windy City, and uh, I'm ready to rock some more tickets to the window because we had a nice little day yesterday. 
Well, I'm ready to roll right along with you, pal. Uh, We did have finally a great day. I am back on track, ladies and gentlemen. I have returned to my winning ways. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. We do not see any more losing in the sight. Just needed to uh, get that week of nonsense out. Some of those losers, I do apologize, but it is hammer down from here on out, ladies and gentlemen. We are ready to rock and roll. It's a beautiful day here in sunny Chicago, Illinois. We are uh, just getting... Getting some nice rays heating up here. As I said on yesterday's pod, heating up in the weather category. So we're going to be heating, heating up in oh, the yeah. betting category. So we're ready to rock and roll. You did uh, mention there a second ago, partner. We had quite the day yesterday. Oh, yes, we did. And uh, us being a full transparency show, we always recap the day before's bets, if you will. So let's get right on into it. For yesterday's best bets, uh, my man. And Mags had the Rays money line and the Astros first five money line. Ah, he forgot little, to put a W uh, there. However, that's all right. We know both o. of both two of those o. are two and O. And then myself, I had the Cincinnati and Philly under eight and a half. That one lost real early. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Reds put up eight runs in the first five innings. It was pretty much over with from the jump. However, got my two wins. Ended up putting a full unit on both plays on the Giants first five money line and the full game money line. Both of those bad boys cashed for me. Got me back in the winning category. Two and one on the day. Yep. Four and one as a crew. The special play. We were really high on it. However, didn't come out in our favor. No. Nope. A little bit upsetting. You know, the A's, we thought they were going to be able to do it. We uh, even looked late onto the money line, and, the, and I don't believe they even got it done there as well, partner. You know, I stopped paying attention. Yeah, Sometimes they, with those uh, first five, yeah. especially those West Coast games, when they don't go our way in the first five, yeah. I shut it completely yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, still a loser. However, if you did listen to yesterday's pod, I said, hey, partner, I love the Canadians' money line, but you we did. don't have to get too crazy juicy. We'll take the plus one and a half. Hate to toot my own horn there, he but I it. was all over the Canadians. And, uh, Not I'm, only that, but you were uh, one of the few believers in the Canadians in this series. So absolutely. props to you for that one. Absolutely. I've been uh, be- beating that drum on the Habs since the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. has started. So I think you had a uh, little bit of a weariness when it was 3-1, but then yeah. when they got that uh, Game 5 win, you were back on it. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely gorgeous. Come uh, Overcome that 3-1 uh, mm-hmm. deficit there. We'll definitely talk about that in today's rants and sure. reactions, so make sure uh, you stick around for that as well. But uh, Moneyline Dice, staying on the losing track. We thought they were going to be able to come back. It looked like a little bit of a comeback in the works last night, uh, but they couldn't get it done against the um, Braves. Braves. They yep. ended up losing 5-3. to so rough start to the week for the dice but in the dice we trust you better believe they're coming back and they got the next play for us so get ready stick around for that it's coming in hot yep but for today's show we got a loaded one coming at you my partner's got three picks rocking and rolling for today i feel like we're just rocking and rolling all over this episode said that about 15 different times already first five minutes into the show uh thank you guys again for popping in stopping by hanging out we appreciate you guys so much uh for doing so so i also have five picks for you today actually only three games but uh, gonna do a little first five and money line action for you again as well you know what tuesday means another two for tuesday parlay we got that lined up ready to rock and roll two mlb uh, money line plays on that bad boy for you told you that the money line dice are coming back we'll wait till the best bets of the day recap to tell you who we're rolling for there 
Man, oh man, partner, we got some juicy, juicy shit to get into on today's rants and reactions, so be sure you stick around for that. And I got a little something, something to give you in today's motivation Mm -hmm. minute, so uh, believe you me, you're not going to want to miss that either. But for now, cut all the drama, cut all the nonsense, cut all the banter that you could go to every other media outlet and get. You come to Talking the Line Sports Media to hammer in locks with the TTL crew and run tickets to the window all day long. So without further ado, it's time to get in to some of those best bets of the day, the favorite picks of the day, and our straight plays of the day. If you've been here before, you know where we're going. It's time to kick things off with... Our mags best bets of the day. My partner's getting things started for us. He's got a loaded slate. He's got a bunch of value, and he is ready to tell you what you need to make investments in today. So as always, partner, you have the floor. Appreciate it, my man. Today I've got three plays, two MLB and one NBA action. First one coming out of the Nationals versus Braves game. I am taking the Braves money line. You've got Steven Strasburg, righty versus Max Fried, lefty for the Braves. Since Max Fried came off the IL earlier this month, he has been nothing but fantastic. In May, over four starts, he holds a 1.5 ERA, allowing only one earned run in each of his four starts. And that includes some solid lefty hitting teams. Uh, he is looking like the pitcher that we saw last year that posted a 2.25 ERA. Um, and Strasburg, on the other hand, is making just his third start since returning from the IL a couple weeks ago. In his most recent start, he allowed three earned runs over five innings pitched. Uh, If Strasburg pitches well, I still like this play because the Nationals' offense has been cold, cold, cold as of late. Uh, They are on a five-game losing streak, and yesterday was the only game of that stretch in which they scored over two runs. I believe it was only three runs that they did end up scoring in a loss. Uh, Over their last five games versus lefty pitching, the Nats are hitting 207 batting average, 281 OBP, and 2.45 runs per nine. While Atlanta has not been exactly tearing the cover off the ball, but they are keeping themselves afloat. Over the last five games versus righties, they are hitting 227 batting average, 312 OBP, and 4.79 runs per nine. Uh, so you're getting uh, you know, over two runs more per nine innings per game for the Braves there. The Nats bullpen has been a little shaky lately as well. Over their last five games, they hold a 4.85 ERA, a 2.55 batting average against, a 3.67 OBP against, and a 1.69 whip partner. Those are rough numbers. You're giving me almost two base runners per inning in the late ends of these games so like i said even if strasburg can keep pace with max freed i still like the nats bullpen to slip up a little bit here i would have to agree with you can't disagree with any of the opening analysis you had there for the first pick i'm gonna go ahead and roll right along with you you are on a heater right now in the mlb Mm -hmm. seeing some lines real nice so love that first pick of the day but Said you had three. Mm -hmm. So what do you got for number two? All right, next pick, number two, another pitcher that I love here. Uh, Rangers versus Rockies game. I am taking the Rockies' first five money line. Now, don't freak out. I know the Rockies' record is bad. Some of their numbers look bad, but... At home, that is a different story. Uh, You've got Dane Dunning on the mound for the Rangers, former White Sox, uh, versus Herman Marquez, righty for the Rockies. Marquez is heating up for the Rockies right now, and I love every bit of him today. Last two starts, 13 innings pitched, 7 hits, 1 earned run, 14 Ks. 
Rockies are one and one in those starts, but that only loss came in a one to zip seven inning defeat to Marcus Stroman and the Mets last week. And uh, Dane Dunning is not Marcus Stroman, partner. Dunning is coming off of a four-inning pitch, seven-earned run outing last week versus the Angels. Mm. In his last four road starts this season, he has allowed 18 earned runs over 16 and a third innings pitched. He's been much better at home, but when you get him on the road, things have not gone well. Rangers themselves are on a six-game losing streak and have not scored over two in their last four games. Uh, The Rockies at home are scoring 3.54 runs in the first five innings. That is third in the MLB partner. Yes, it is. And the uh, they score, th- like I said, 3.54 at home. Different split on the road. This isn't on the road, but I thought I'd mention it because the split is absolutely absurd. 1.19 on the road. That is dead last. So you're giving me almost two and a half more runs uh, per five, first five innings at home as opposed to the road. Texas is 23rd in first five runs and even lower on the road with 1.83 on the season. Similar trends for both teams in first five runs allowed. Rockies 1.93 at home. Texas gives up 3.38 on the road, partner. I absolutely love it. I, uh, you know, typically when you see the Rockies, you try and stay away from them. Just uh, some of their numbers, a lot of things you can look into. They are not a team you want to back on the road. But as you said, at home, they are uh, absolute monsters at Coors Field. And, you know, with the Rangers coming in, they've been a so-so mediocre team. But Dane Dunning has been pitching meatballs for that team so far this season. Especially on the road. In the last thing here, over the last five games, the Rangers are hitting 189 batting average uh, versus righties 256 OBP and 1.76 runs per nine per nine innings and you're giving me the Rockies at home Mm. who score 3.54 in the first five at home yeah so give me all of the Rockies first five especially Herman Marquez to take the win in the first five and I'll probably be sprinkling a little bit on the uh, money line I'm on the side here I would agree with you little do you guys know I wanted to put this on the two for Tuesday parlay but partner said hey head head. this is mine head I head. gotta have it I gotta give this value <laughs> I absolutely love this one so I'm right there with you I'll be riding this one as well partner one two lay number three down third and final play not a ton of stats on this one but i am taking these suns minus five over the lakers tonight without ad i love the suns to control this game from start to finish deandre ayton has been fantastic uh even with ad on the floor and without uh, without AD in there, uh, Aiden's going to tear the Lakers' defense apart. Suns are playing extremely balanced on offense and can beat the Lakers from a few different ways, while the Lakers' offense, especially without Anthony Davis, does not have the answers. Kyle Kuzma is going to have to be a factor for the Lakers, and he is averaging 5.3 points per game, shooting 19.5% from the field, and is 3-16 and 16 from the three-point. He is not the second option, third option that you need here for the Lakers. And uh, there's not really anyone else raising their hand, stepping up on offense for them. Will They may have a decent chance of keeping this game low, but without that offense, I, they might not even crack 100 again. I believe they were, stayed under that on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, that game was. Regardless, I think they stay under 100 points. I think the Suns put up at least 105, so... Give me all of the Suns minus five. 
Absolutely, my man. I am right there with you on that Suns minus five as well. I absolutely love your plays today. Um, I think that without AD, it's going to be a massive, massive factor Mm -hmm. for the Lakers. LeBron still hasn't looked like himself. And I just don't think that uh, with any faith, you can put any money on the Lakers to keep this within uh, two, three baskets there. Right. And, you know, the the plain devil's advocate, you really need to figure that LeBron is going to if you taking the if you're taking the Lakers you need to figure that LeBron is going to have you know uh, a game up at the top of where he's been in his career which as you mentioned he's been looking solid but not quite vintage LeBron yeah. so yeah give me every bit of the Suns absolutely I am right there with you as I said and thank you partner for your three best bets of the day we certainly appreciate it and uh, we'll be right there with you running those bad boys to the window oh, I'll be sometime this evening so if you're riding along with uh, Mr. Armags over here as well, make sure you lock those bad boys in at whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And moving right along for more best bets of the day, it's time for my best bets of the day. And I told you I got five picks, but only three matchups. The reason why I did this is because I got two first fives and two money lines. Those are coming out of individual games each so two games for those and I am extremely confident in the value that I'm getting on both I'm actually taking a money line play for my third pick and uh, do like the first five there as well but I like a little bit longer into the game and uh, some of the pitchers to go a little bit longer there so without further ado let me get into it and tell you what I am rocking with today so for today's best bets I am starting things off going to the matchup Between the Chicago White Sox and the Cleveland Indians, my partner's a little nervous on this play, a little sweaty, but you know when a Cubs fan plays the Sox, you better have faith. For my first two picks of the day, I am taking the Chicago White Sox first five money line and the Chicago White Sox full game money line, getting some great, great plus money Mm -hmm. value. And I think it's because of one key reason, the name of Shane Bieber. It is Bieber Day. Shane Bieber is going to be on the mound for the Indians, but I don't think that's anything you need to be worried about. Dylan Cease is going to be on the mound for the White Sox. And as my partner would say, he's been a little lackluster in some of these bigger games. But he can't be lackluster forever, am I right? That's how I'm feeling. So, Cease versus Bieber. Cease has uh, been solid for the Sox all season. He hasn't been lights out in a lot of those games, as my partner would allude to. However, I do think he has just what it takes right now. He he has a killer fastball-slider combo mm-hmm. that is just pumping right now. And those are the two pitches that the Indians have been struggling the hardest. When a pitcher has a 1-2 combo like that and can work the inner and outer part of the plate with both those pitches, the Indians have really, really been struggling. I mean, you can, you can look that up across the board and see that. Cease has had 10 starts this season. He's pitched 51 and a third innings. He's 3-1 and one and boasts a beautiful 2.98 ERA. He's only allowing a 213 batting average with a 313 OBP and a 608 OPS. He's got 66 Ks with only 26 walks. Cease has been dealing in his young career. He's really starting to ease into himself and find himself in this White Sox rotation. I think this is something uh, that you start seeing more of him from, some more dominant outings, and I think 
think Dylan Cease has uh, yet to really show us what he is yet this season. I think this is just the game, especially in an important, important Mm -hmm. division matchup. Now for Bieber, he's been classic Bieber. He's been solid, but he has been giving up a few more earned runs. A A few more earned runs than that team would usually like to see from him. He's given up at least three earned runs in five out of his 10 starts. In the other five starts, he's given up two runs in three of those and then one in zero in the other two. So he's been giving up some runs, even though he has some solid top line stat numbers. In 10 starts this season, he's pitched 72 innings already, five and three record, a beautiful 3.13 ERA, 110 Ks, 27 walks, Two or 221 batting average, 298 OBP, and a 678 OPS. Now, with all that being said, he does have eight home runs allowed in those 10 starts. Why do I mention the strikeouts and the home runs? These socks are right around the middle of the pack in strikeouts. They're uh, not not too terrible. They're not uh, swinging and missing at bad things. Nothing like that. However, the White Sox are pretty solid as well on home runs. They're right Mm -hmm. around the middle of the pack as well. And I think that they can get to Bieber today um, with playing some of the type of ball that they have been playing lately. Some of their big names are finally starting to step to the plate. Moncada, Abreu, those big names are starting to come and actually do some damage. So some other things I'm looking at the weather today, the wind is blowing straight out about 5-10 miles an hour nothing crazy but it's going to be another humid day so i think the ball is going to be really getting knocked down from time to time going to play even more into that white Sox small ball style of baseball that they've been playing lately even though i said they have been hitting home runs as well small ball has been the name of their game team stats as far as it goes right now i'm still hanging my hat on the socks you got to look at this more of from the deeper point of view not from just what you're seeing bieber and cease The White Sox still third in runs per game in the league, 5.23 average, fourth in batting average with a 254, and sixth in OPS at 748. So they are still electric on the offensive side of the ball, whereas Cleveland, 20th in runs per game, 4.07, 28th in batting average, terrible at 218 average, and 24th in OPS at 674. So they are still struggling on the offensive side of the ball, and I don't think that just because they have one good game here or there they did struggle yesterday and I think they continue to struggle in this matchup here today last couple thoughts that I absolutely love on this looked a little deeper Cleveland two and four straight up in their last six home games overall I uh, don't believe that they have been giving enough run support for some of these good pitchers Mm -hmm. and I don't think Bieber is all that much of a name that uh, you need to be running to the window on if uh, he was all that of a name this line should be much much longer right so give me all of the plus money poly underdog Chicago White Sox first five money line and money line both full unit plays I love it, man. I'm happy to take anytime uh, you know you can get a team at the top of the division with some solid plus money. You have to definitely consider it. One thing I can add here, Uh-oh. and this is as a White Sox fan that I always look for because he torments us. Jose Ramirez has been a Sox killer. He is obviously one of the better hitters in the game when he's hot. I believe he is 0-5 career versus Dylan Cease. Okay. So, you know, if I open that up and it's 5 for 10, couple bombs, that's definitely going to, you know. It's a little, definitely a little about. scary. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but when you can neutralize that guy, that's a big start. For I the, would 150% agree with you. Yeah. So there are my first two picks of the day. Third pick of the day. Rolling on over to the matchup between the Miami Marlins and the Toronto Blue Jays. And contrary to popular belief, I am going to take 
the Miami Marlins money line. Now, this is all feel for me, and this is a complete sharp play. This is me playing the number and not playing the team. Now, why do I say that? First thing this morning, the Marlins were getting 35% of the bets and 51% of the money. It quickly flipped once the public woke up and was able to start betting and they saw the Toronto Blue Jays were available at a small number. And now the Blue Jays are getting 67% of the bets with 64% of the money. So that is a very, very heavy sign that the public has started to wager here this morning. And I believe it'll start to come back down as we go throughout the day and more sharp money ends up coming back on this play. Now, why do I like the Marlins even more? Let me tell you why. You got Sandy Alcantara on the mound for the Marlins and Robbie Ray on the mound for the Blue Jays. Robbie Ray is the lefty, and he's been uh, mediocre at best this Mm -hmm. season for the Blue Jays. Uh, And it's been really the same story at home. He hasn't been anything uh, too major that you really need to be putting your money on. Nine starts overall for Robbie Ray. He's got uh, 52 innings pitched with a 3.82 ERA, 60 Ks, 12 12 walks with a 231 batting average allowed, 280 OBP and 778 OPS. He had a couple of games where he faced some really weak, weak offenses, so that really boosted his uh, strikes uh, total there. If you look kind of deeper into some of those numbers, so some of those numbers are inflated, and I really don't buy all of uh, the hype around Robbie Ray and the Toronto. Actually, in his last matchup, he only went four and two thirds innings. He allowed five hits, four earned runs, only had five Ks and two walks, gave up two home run so he is uh, not everything that I think people are cracking him up to be and uh, there's even more to it with Alcantara on the mound he has been keeping Marlins in games all season long and minus one rough outing against the Dodgers two outings ago he has been lights out and somebody that I would gladly gladly put my money on 10 starts this season three or five of those being road starts he's three and two on the road he's pitched um he has, I don't have pitching numbers. However, he's two and four <laughs> record overall, uh, 3.46 ERA. Uh, he's got 64 Ks, only 20 walks, 203 batting average allowed, 272 OBP, and a 617 OPS. So he's been really, really, really limiting opposing uh, batters. And if you take out that Dodgers game, he's only allowed three earned runs in his four previous uh, outings before that. So like I said, he's been a solid, solid pitcher and somebody that I'll gladly put my money behind. Marlins are actually Actually getting an extra day rest after the uh, Red Sox game between them mm-hmm. uh, was canceled on Sunday. So getting a little extra rest in here. I absolutely love that coming against a high powered Toronto team. And last but not least, Miami is three and three in their last six away games. So playing about 500, but stepping up when they need to Toronto. 0-6 in their last six home games. 5-7 mm. straight up as a home favorite and 0-4 straight up in their last four as a home favorite. Toronto has been choking in these positions. There have been large public money wagered on them in these positions. Mm-hmm. And I think this is exactly one of those positions again today. And you should gladly lock in the Marlins money line at plus money and get that ticket to the window here in a few short hours. So we're saying uh, Toronto is the home team, but it's actually in Florida where the Miami Marlins. uh... It's actually in New York today. Oh, they switched it? 
Yes, it's oh, actually, okay. actually in New York. So well, either, either way, both teams are on the road. <laughs> but uh, didn't get that as, memo. as the quote unquote home team. Yeah, but that's that's another thing to play. Still into not at it. home. Uh, yeah, still not literally at home. Yeah, now. they're they're all over the map. They uh, they're traveling all over the place, and the Marlins thought, are just fine, still in Florida, ready to rock and roll. Anyway. Yeah, I actually saw that at the last second. So yeah, if you didn't know that too, they're playing in New York today. So uh, rock and roll. I don't know exactly why that switch was made. Just kind of randomly saw that. But there you go. There's my third pick of the day. Now let's get right into it. Four and five i am going back to the well my boys are back they're hot they're ready they're rocking and rolling even against some of the better teams Mm -hmm. in the mlb now if you don't know if you haven't been around you won't know but you will soon find out i am taking the san francisco giants first five money line and full game money line extreme value on both of those and you need to lock them in I absolutely love this pitching matchup. You have Andrew Heaney, the lefty, going against Alex Wood, also a lefty. Love lefty-on-lefty matchup action. It is uh, some fun, fun battles to watch. Heaney, nothing special at all this season. Actually, has been uh, pretty rough, actually, to say uh, say the least on that. Mm-hmm. Nine starts. He's only pitched 44 and two-thirds innings. Got a 2-3 and three record, an awful 5.24 ERA. He has allowed 26 earned runs in those nine starts, allowing a 240 batting average, 307 OBP, and a 728 OPS. He's been letting opposing offenses rip the cover off the ball all over the ballpark against him. Now, Alex Wood, monster been the workhorse one of the workhorses for this all of a sudden dominant and powerful san francisco giants pitching lineup yeah, no kidding. Uh, their pitching rotation has been lights out out of this world so far this year and alex wood is just another piece to that puzzle he's had eight starts pitched 48 innings so already pitched more innings than heaney and less starts he's got a five and two record a great 2.44 era allowing 222 batting average at the plate, 274 OBP, and a beautiful 649 OPS, and only allowed 13 earned runs in those eight starts. Uh So Alex Wood has been dealing, dealing, dealing. Now for the first five innings, runs per game scored, Mm -hmm. the Giants moving on up just a little bit. Now ninth in the MLB, kicking up 0.01 of a point, 2.69 average, but they are now averaging 2.97 average at home. The Angels, on the other hand, dropping down a few spots, 11th in the MLB with a 2.65 average, so dropping down a few decimal points and a 2.30 average on the road. First five inning runs per game allowed the Giants getting a bid for that first place spot again. They're second in the MLB, 1.67 average overall and a 1.68 average at home. The Angels continuing to slip. They are 25th in the MLB, 2.93 average, and this is the real kicker for me, 3.30 average, first five inning runs allowed on the road. So they are just giving it up, giving it up. It may be a little bit of a sweat again, but I'm not too worried about it. I absolutely love Alex Wood to come out and dominate this Angels offense, who clearly you saw from my analysis yesterday, they're starting to tire out. They're starting to slow down. Last but not least, the last five games against lefties for these two teams. The Angels are batting 231, have a 273 OBP, but are only scoring 3.29 runs per nine innings. Whereas my Giants, 274 batting average, 378 OBP, and 6.97 runs per nine innings. So I will gladly be taking that money line as well. 
Also, not to mention why I like it, the Angels bullpen has really been struggling here lately. I don't uh, know exactly what uh, what's going on. They look like my Cubbies bullpen at the beginning of the season. However, I will gladly back this money line once again as well. So two picks coming there. Giants first five money line and Giants money line. So there you have it. I, I told it. you. I got five picks for you. And now they are out in the open wide free for the taking. You might have missed them. You might have missed a quick little second if you were uh, maybe checking your phone or trying to get your sports book out at, at one of these times. Mm-hmm. We'll be sure to let you know all the best plays of the day. Sure. But before we do, we got to bring you the special play of the day. The two for Tuesday parlay, ladies and gentlemen. The two for Tuesday parlay. That is today's special play of the day. Judging by the name, two-leg parlay told you at the top of the episode it is going to be two mlb money line plays today Mm -hmm. now my partner was rather high on both of these plays and he uh said hey man we got to get these two together it's going to be some nice juicy juicy odds so we should get it locked in i said well absolutely one of the opposing teams is on a 14 game losing streak now give me all of that action Mm -hmm. so partner you want to get things started with the uh First leg on the two for Tuesday parlay. First leg. I believe these two are at the same time, actually. So I am going to take the Twins money line versus the Baltimore Orioles. You've got Michael Pineda on the mound for the Twins and Bruce Zimmerman on the mound for the Orioles. uh, My partner mentioned the O's are as cold as cold can be. They are on a 14-game losing streak and are averaging less than two runs per game in their last six games. And they face a Twins offense that has been solid against lefties on the season. 242 batting average, 303 OBP, 416 runs per nine. Michael Pineda has been solid all season long. Handled the Orioles last week. I believe he gave up only one run in that start. And Bruce Zimmerman's got an ERA north of five ERA. Uh, so I love this Twins offense to, uh, you know, take care of Zimmerman, put a few runs on the board. And uh, I don't think this one's going to be too sweaty. As I mentioned, that Orioles offense is colder than cold. And uh, Michael Pineda is not uh, not the guy that's going to give up five, six runs in this one, I don't think. Yeah, you took about everything that I could have possibly said right there. Bruce Zimmerman has been struggling, uh-huh. struggling struggling with the twins improving a little bit against left-handed pitching i think uh they come out and have their way with this young man and i think michael pineda shuts that Mm -hmm. o's offense down Mm -hmm. uh we thought the orioles might be a little something there at the beginning of the year man but now they have returned to classic form and uh back on the uh 14 game losing streak so i think they might make it 15 and i think they do make it 15 here today Mm mm-hmm So that's the first leg. Second leg, we are rolling to the matchup between the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees, hammering in the Tampa Bay Rays money line. Why are we doing so? Well, you got the stud, the Cy Young winner, Tyler Glass now on the mound for the Rays. I believe he is going to come out and have quite the outing against this uh, New York Yankees team. He has already pitched against them uh, once this season, I do believe, and had a very, very solid outing against them. However, Domingo German on the mound, yeah, he did have a great outing against them. Uh, Five innings pitched, two hits, uh, one earned run, and seven Ks, four walks. So he'll clean 
up those walks here today and uh, continue to deal some of those strikes. He's really started to come into his own. That outing was actually really early in the season, back mm-hmm. on April 17th. Now, Domingo German on the mound for the Yankees actually faced the Rays as well. The Rays won that game 4 to nothing. German did not pitch well at all. Uh, believe you me, I won't look deep into it, but believe you me, he did not pitch well at all. Mm-hmm. The Rays right now, even after that little hiccup in the road that my partner talked about with his pick yesterday, they are back in full mm-hmm. force. They are one of the hottest team, if not the hottest oh, team definitely. in MLB right and uh, period right now. And they've only lost one game in their last 10. I don't see them losing this game to the Yankees here who have been all over the map, lost their last four straight lost five out of their last six and a team that's really struggling all across the map with some of those injuries up and down their lineup so right yeah it's not like this Rays offense is scorching hot by any means I mean they're doing what they need to do uh, but just top to bottom on their roster whether it's starting pitching bullpen uh, timely runs uh, like you said in that aspect they're the hottest team in the league uh, Yankees offense though is ice cold. They have failed to score over two runs in six out of their last seven. As my partner meant, partner mentioned, they have lost their last four. So going up against a guy like Glasnow, it ain't gonna be the time to write the ship. No, not at all. So that is the two for Tuesday parlay. Two simple bets for you: the Minnesota Twins money line and the Tampa Bay Rays money line. Well, since we already talked about it and we said we'd show you, we might as well just show you anyway. So let's get back into today's best bets of the day before we do anything else. So my partner, Mr. Riley White, will uh, guide us along here for his best bets of the day. He's taking the Atlanta Braves money line, the Colorado Rockies first five money line and the Phoenix Suns minus five. Myself, got five plays coming at you, but only three games. White Sox, first five money line. White Sox, full game money line. The Miami Marlins, money line. San Francisco Giants, first five and full game money line. Then you have the two for Tuesday parlay. Two legs coming at you. The Minnesota Twins, money line, and the Tampa Bay Rays money line combine those two bad boys up together you're going to get right around plus 200 odds nice and juicy for you put 20 down get 40 back grand total $60 payout you know how this works if you've been gambling for a while now lock these bad boys in matter of fact lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you like to say just make sure you get these plays in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book there you have it ladies and gentlemen my best bets of the day are mag's best bets of the day the two for tuesday parlay now as always you see down there the money line dice roll bit of a rough day yesterday already hit on it we won't beat a tired horse when it's down Mm -mm. the dice have now moved to eight and 14 overall but as you know in the dice we trust, and it is time for yet another money line dice roll. Partner, how are we feeling about these dice right now? Yeah, you said it. In the dice we trust. In the dice we trust. Reluctantly, and we my abs- voice, if you can't hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> we me. absolutely love them. We love them. We will continue to roll them, and they will mm-hmm. continue to be a mainstay of the talking the line family. However, they're hurting us. We, 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 we got to stop. We, we got to get some money money back rolling in. I mean, we did throw them into the fire with, uh, we admitted it ourselves, two guys that have screwed us around. True. Very true. And we threw them into the fire trying to pick 
one of those two to, to you know handle the business and uh they, they the opposing wrong. one did not they picked so wrong. uh yeah that'll happen that'll happen. get you However, we got another one coming at you today. Don't worry. No problem. They're ready to rock and roll. They're ready to get back to 500 and start chipping away at that losing record. I have no doubt. But before we get into today's role, if uh, you haven't seen it before, or if you've been pondering it, Moneyline Dice Travel Back. Beautiful Moneyline Dice that actually are, are translucent when you hold them up to the light, but you can't really tell. Pretty doggone cool. Great product. Something we've been using for a long time before we even started podcasting and doing this whole handicapping journey and doing this as a full-time career. We love these. We back these. And we suggest you get some of your own or any of the other sick merchandise that they have on their website. All you got to do, head on over, Episode description, once again, Moneyline Dice website at the very bottom. You'll see the code right there, but once you pick out everything and you get to check out, enter code TTL10, TTL10 at checkout. You're going to get 10% off, and it's going to be perfect. You get that uh, nice little discount, and now you get to roll along with the crew. So, with that all being said, in the process of cutting a nice little promo for him there and grabbing the dice, uh, knocked one on the floor. So pardon me, just uh, one brief moment here while I uh, fix my fix myself. All right. So we are back in action, ladies and gentlemen. The Moneyline Dice have made their way to the TTL production studio floor. They are live on set. Now for today's Moneyline Dice Roll, we got an MLB matchup coming at you. We are looking at the Philadelphia Phillies versus the Cincinnati Reds once again. Matchup is super tight. One of those early opening games that opens up at minus 108, minus 108, because the odds makers have no idea what's going to go on in this game, because yesterday it seemed like the Phillies should have won and the opposite should have happened, but then we saw the Reds come out and absolutely lay a smackdown Mm -hmm. on the Phillies. If you didn't watch that game if you don't know the Phillies are coming in as the away team and the uh Braves I Reds. Do, or the Reds man see you know for some reason before now let me just clear the air here the Phillies Braves Nationals and Reds just I don't I don't know in my head for some reason they all just kind of mesh together I don't and now of course all four of those teams are playing each other uh-huh. right now so it, it had to clear the air so I do apologize I don't if that ever happens I don't okay. think it's been either maybe it's just <laughs> short computing in my head I told you I'm a goofball I'm just a guy who loves to talk about sports and numbers nonetheless today's money line dice roll Phillies versus Reds are we taking the Phillies on the away side of the ball or the Reds on the home side of the diamond. We will all soon find out. We will all soon know. In three, two, one. That'll be the Phillies. The away okay. team Phillies. The finger is going right down, moving it right across. Right across. All right. I'll be sure to show you guys. Just hang tight. We also got some stuff in the plans to maybe have a little... uh Vertical camera, mm-hmm. so you guys, so you can see the 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 roll live and in action. So, second roll, are we taking the Phillies on the money line, or are we taking them ATS? It's been bouncing all over the place, so who knows if it's going to be minus one and a half or plus one and a half? If we, we just do go ahead get and say roll, one and a half either way, huh? either way, one and a half, rock minus and roll. One and a half, I mean. So here we go in three, in two, 
in one. ATS. ATS. I got to talking about it. Got the energy in the air. So it is the Phillies run line. Partner, if you would like to say whatever, if you have a little bit of something, sure. something about the Philadelphia sure. Phillies while I show these kind folks the dice. Yeah, I mean, I am uh, I might just talk about the damn dice because if you can tell in my voice and my body language, if you're watching, I'm less than thrilled with the dice these days. They've been uh, they've been disappointing. I've been losing some, uh, like we say, a little bit of sprinkle, but... Uh, you know, losing a little bit on the dice and uh, right on screen there, partner. That's perfect. But uh, I actually did like the Phillies today. Not enough to, uh, you know, if I gun to my head kind of type, uh, you know, liking of them. So if uh, if the dice are on them, I'm going to back them and I'm going to back the dice until I die until or until they kill me because that's very possible at this point. But uh, Phillies minus one and a half is the move. I believe it's Aaron Nola and Sonny Gray today. And uh, that should be a good one. So, Phillies minus one and a half, partner. Doesn't sound overly confident. But, Me? But. The dice have spoken! We will hear none of it. We will not deal with the negative energy. We will not allow the unpositive vibes to <laughs> permeate the layers of the money line dice. They will stay crisp. They will stay clean. And today, they will get back to 500 by running the Philadelphia Phillies plus or minus one and a half to the window sometime this afternoon. So let's go. Come on, Dice. We appreciate you. We love you. We thank you for coming to today's show. Please send us a winner. Phillies run line, money line dice roll of the day. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. Ooh, all right. Sometimes gets the blood pressure really yeah, up I going guess, through the money dude. line Jeez. dice. I tell you. <laughs> all right, all right. We're back in action. Here we go. Money line dice roll of the day. There you have it. All of our best bets of the day. Mm. Our mags three picks, my five picks, the two for Tuesday parlay, and now the money line dice have officially spoken and given us the Phillies plus or minus one and a half, whatever it currently is. Look at your sports book and you will know. That does it for the betting portion, the analysis portion, a little bit of the analysis. We do a little bit of the analysis in the second half of the pod, but excuse me, that does it for uh all of today's best bets and all of the betting nonsense for today's show. If you're one of the kind degenerates and gamblers that just comes and hangs out for the uh, first half to get yourself some bets and run tickets to the window, we appreciate you. If you're headed on out here, we will see you tomorrow for even more ticket cashing, more running tickets to the window. Make sure you come on back because we need your help to bankrupt these books one play at a time. We love you, we appreciate you, and we will catch you on the flip side. But for you who stay around for the second half of the show, for some hot takes, for some nonsense, for some banter, for all that good stuff that we aren't able to get into when we are giving our stone-cold plays and analysis, it's time for today's rants and reactions, ladies and gentlemen. We are back at it, and boy, oh boy, if the sporting world doesn't give us enough to talk about, these fucking fans are giving oh us goodness. enough to talk about us 
now goodness. it isn't enough to throw water bottles or popcorn at players anymore. It isn't enough to spit your bodily fluid onto another player. It isn't enough to tell them they are a cotton-headed ninny-muggins. At this point, we're going onto the field and we're throwing blows. You don't know what I'm talking about. Last night, college game, college MLB game, MLB game, college baseball game. (laughs) Not sure who the teams are. Didn't look like any huge D1 school. Right. However, young man pitcher throws high and inside, happens to clip the batter in the box. Batter goes to take first as he's trotting down. All of a sudden, it just gets real quiet amongst the diamond. And all of a sudden, you see old Uncle Charlie (laughs) in his cargoes and t-shirt come flying out of nowhere into the camera shot, looking like he is trying to drop a stone-cold stunner on this pitcher. Squares up. Looks like he's going to try and start (laughs) throwing some punches. It was so goofy, man. And then out of nowhere, here comes the shortstop and absolutely bulldozes him into the dirt. Guy gets back up and continues to holler, harass, whatever he wants to the other team. Eventually, one of the coaches apparently must have known him from that opposing school, grabs him and starts to walk off. Wherever they were, police officer shows up. All hell breaks loose. Guy gets arrested. And Magnuson, we are still dealing with dumb shit fans yeah it's almost like people are listening to us and then they say you know what fuck you guys we're gonna take it even further Mm -hmm. but this guy i mean i mean he puts his dukes up but it's not like he comes at him like ready to swing it's like he stands in front of him expecting the pitcher to say all right dude yeah let's go i'll fight with you pitcher's just like like wait what What? excuse me Uh, why why are why are you on (laughs) he just pops up uh, right in front of him here Wait, could, could you explain <laughs> us why you're here trying and to fight like me? Like you said, I don't know, it was shortstop or whoever, but absolutely lays the dude oh, out. Oh, just destroyed him out of the corner. If you didn't see it, I uh, I retweeted it or, or tweeted the uh, video out of it, so I suggest you highly go and watch that. It's like you when you're uh, playing Grand Theft Auto and then you all of a sudden start deciding to punch the wrong <laughs> yeah, person and then all of his friends start just destroying you. Out of nowhere for no reason. I mean, it, absolutely no <laughs> sense whatsoever behind that. I mean, the dude did throw high and tight and it was a high I don't. Yeah, I mean, I no idea what was going on, so no idea if it was intentional or not. Right. But I mean, the opposing team didn't have too much to say about it. So. <laughs> they didn't have anything to say about it. None of that team came out of the dugout. No. None of them backed oh. them up. It was absolutely nothing. It was nonsense <laughs> to the upteenth degree. I mean. If something would have happened where that pitcher would have got hurt, we would have been talking about this in a lot different oh, light. Yeah, but uh, right now, it's been pretty goofy. Fans are losing their absolute mind and all of a sudden think that they have the ability to do whatever they want. Not, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And it's like fans running onto the field is even more absurd. Like throwing something from the stands, maybe you have that in your head. Like, oh, I'm not going to get caught because there's a you know right. hundred other people around me. Obviously, that's not the case. Cameras right? everywhere right. nowadays. But then if running onto the field, that's just instant arrested, yeah. banned. You're, you're done. Gone. You're you done might for be, life. Yeah, dude. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> no no thought running through the brain. We just kicked the brain into neutral. <sighs> forgot to stick it on down into first gear when we showed up at the ballpark, apparently. Uh, nonetheless, there you have it. Speaking of nonsense fights, however... Mm-hmm. Uh, nonsense in my book. I'm getting kind of tired of seeing this stuff, but uh, whatever. It's going to move the needle. It's going to make a shitload of money. There you go. Uh, announced last night, Jake Paul fighting 
Tyron Woodley in another exhibition boxing mm-hmm. match. Partner, go ahead, lay it on me. What you think? Just surface level as a MMA and boxing fan, somebody who is just kind of getting midway in right. there. You've been really starting I, to boxing, watch it. MMA, absolutely. Boxing, I mean, my boxing experiences over the last five, six years have been kind of all over the map. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, just to go down that quick sidebar for a quick minute, I mean, I... Like I said, I'm not really that big of a boxing fan. And it, I, we in college we watched um, Mayweather, Pacquiao, mm-hmm. Mayweather, McGregor. Neither yeah. neither of those two fights were anything special yeah. that we want to come bring and bring yourself back to. Very true. And now you got Jake Paul in the circus that I keep watching. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're the one that's got the, the the high opinions or heavy opinions on this stuff because I. Uh, uh, I just want to see this damn dude get knocked the fuck out. And yeah. uh, is that going to happen this time around? Do I think that's going to happen this time around? There is much higher of a probability. Am I willing to put a number on it? Hell no. Right. I have no idea. Now, if you do follow me on Twitter, you saw yesterday that I tweeted this out late last night and uh, had some stuff to say about it. I think Jake has fell and bumped his head. This is Tyron Woodley. Now kind folks decided to clap back real fast and say oh he's not the chosen one anymore have you seen him fight yes i've seen him fight i've seen his last five fights but that is at 170 in the ufc that is not fighting an exhibition boxing match at a a, a catch weight bout that you don't even need to really cut weight for so that's number one number two it is still tyron the chosen one woodley he would, man. He, he could, is a dog. He's going to show up like a sack of potatoes like Ben Askren. He's, let me tell you, he's not showing up for a paycheck right. when it comes down to this. This man is a dog. He uh, is from St. Louis, I do believe. Um, was friends with some guys I used to train with uh, back in the day. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say I have connections to T. Wood, but I've watched him for a very, very long time, and he's one of my all-time favorite fighters. He is a tactician, and he may be another one of those wrestlers, and it's quite amusing to me that Jake keeps going mm-hmm. after wrestlers. Whatever, keep doing what you're going to do. But Tyron's hands are on an entirely different level than Ben Askren. He already has the power. He already has the stiff cross. These are things he's not going to need to be taught. Now, some of the boxing techniques, some of those things, maybe, possibly. But there was a very, very long time that Tyron Woodley was the best boxer in the 170-pound division. And I don't think just because he's lost a few fights in the UFC against the pound-for-pound greatest fighter in the UFC or in mixed martial arts sports right now in Kamaru Usman, I don't don't think that you can put him in here against Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul's biting off a little bit more than he can chew right now. I would agree with you. I mean, like I said, he's not going to show up like a sack of potatoes like Ben Askren. He is far more athletic, Mm. quicker hands, and I mean, like you said, I... He keeps picking out wrestlers, so I would wish I wish that would stop. And Woodley's Woodley's he's not forty, but he's getting close. He's getting close. He's yeah. getting to be an old boy. I mean, he is an old dog. He's not the chosen one. I know he's not the same fighter he used to be, but right. but I mean, his last four, like you said, Usman, Covington, Burns, Luke. I mean, it's not like, like he was fighting the, the bottom of the pack like or any other or any other guy. run guys that are washed up. These are guys that yeah, are he's at the not, top. Of he's the game not right now. getting absolutely freaking destroyed. And somebody clapped back and said, "Oh, he got caught with one that was in the third round. He got caught with a freaking cross, and it just wobbled him." Yeah. 
you're gonna if you get caught on the button the fact he got caught on the button and he's the age he is and he didn't go out and it just wobbled him and he was able to get up off the canvas i mean come on what are we talking about mm-hmm. here there's just i don't know we'll see i'm looking forward to this one i, I just want to see it, these paul guys get knocked out. it's gonna dude. be another circus that's the only reason uh, i keep tuning in and then you got logan paul floyd mayweather i don't think logan paul is going to be able to touch floyd mayweather no. Is Floyd Mayweather going to knock him out? No, but it's going to be one of the most technical point fighting matchups that you have ever seen from Floyd Mayweather, and it is going to make Logan Paul's head spin. I can guarantee you that. Logan Paul will come out thinking he has a lot to prove and a lot to do, and it might even be similar to that Conor McGregor where Conor came out first three, four rounds and was touching Floyd up. Floyd finds your timing. He finds your range. It's a wrap, and he's the shorter guy. He just he can stay out on the outside all time. That is his boxing prowess. That is what Mayweather does. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, it's going to be one hell of a technical matchup for Mayweather, and you're you're going to see him get that win, and then I think you're going to see Tyron get the win here against uh, Jake. Uh, I don't know that that's probably a good six eight months out still yet, but uh, I believe I saw August, but I could be. Oh, I well, could maybe be a good three I could months be off my rock. Who knows? I, know I uh, I didn't look that deep into it because yet here we go another uh, mm-hmm. YouTube boxing match. But uh, maybe maybe one day I'll give these guys enough respect and stop calling them YouTube boxers. Maybe maybe if they stop having exhibition matches with that's actually a fucking concert with robots dancing behind yeah, them and circus. 17 maybe we'll get to the point where uh we got some got enough free time to get in the gym yeah yeah and we'll be the challenger i'll revitalize my amateur mma career let's rock i'm one to know in my boxing career okay hey we, we won't get we won't get down into that <laughs> no that's, i'm not retired yeah, i'm yeah, keeping yeah, it one up we don't want to we won't get too far down into that but there you have that uh rocking and rolling right along um, we do have UFC coming up this weekend, so stay locked in, stay tuned in. Uh, was totally bass backwards. I thought the Rosenstreich uh, Sakai fight was this past weekend, so and is this upcoming I weekend. Did. So uh, we'll have some bets, man card parlay, all that stuff. I look some uh, more deeper into it. Yeah. I, I like my, some fights uh, on there. My dumbass tried to throw my Saturday crossport parlay and thought that. Rosen strike was on Saturday. Yep, and it's this weekend, it's but this uh, weekend. just a little backwards, a little backwards, yeah. but no problem there. Uh, our apologies. However, big news coming out of the Windy City for the North Siders and South Siders. We are both in first place yes, in our respective are. divisions right yes, now. Sir, we are. You guys wow. had a nice little win yesterday against oh, the Padres. Beautiful win yesterday, and I've said it once twice a million times on the pod the fact that we are doing this with all these injuries mm-hmm. is blowing my mind both teams i mean the yep. Sox got yeah. Kopech out for 10 mm-hmm. days recently and obviously they're two outfielders you got billy hamilton hitting doubles and home runs yep. billy yep. the hitter out of nowhere out of nowhere and uh yeah we got two more big games we got a three and a half game lead over the indians but we got two more uh two more games with them here this series so if we can win those two then we got a stranglehold yeah i am uh i'm interested in today's game i'm yeah, not you've got i wanted to take something in your game today but you've got weathers on the mound for the padres and he's been yeah uh, that was the been thing going that... deep enough but he's been going four yeah, or five and, solid. and who knows what you're going to get from the professor right I mean, the professor could be solid he could not be but uh this, he's not playing the I'm, brave so right this possibly. is a, this is an offense that makes me a little concerned about him but we'll see same we'll but see. we'll see we'll see what happens uh both of our teams Excuse me, looking absolutely well. gorgeous Playing right well. now. So uh love when uh both both our baseball teams are rocking and rolling. Uh NBA nonsense. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's happening? Uh we got some uh, little bit of injury news. A Embiid. Embiid yeah, leaving game four. News. 
Leaves with knee soreness. Uh, I don't. I still don't know what's going on with that. Obviously, the Wizards came back and won that game. Mm. Even if he sits out the rest of the series, Sixers should close this out in five six. It wouldn't surprise me if he sits at least a couple games though to get ready for uh, either the six or excuse me the Hawks or the Knicks. Probably mm. the Hawks. But yeah, right. Because uh, if there's no Embiid against the Hawks, I would not be shocked at all if the Hawks run through the Sixers. And uh, yeah. Not uh, not saying these people who are dropping big stacks on the Hawks to win the they might have been right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn Milwaukee is for the title in my opinion, at least out of the East. So. Yeah, at least uh, at least for now, the way things are shaping up, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Jazz take a commanding three one series mm-hmm. lead last night. You think they get it done in five or what? I do. Going back home, they looked. Uh, very good in game two at home with Donovan Mitchell back, and they've looked solid the last couple of games. So Grizzlies just a little outmatched. They need to beef themselves up a little bit here in the offseason to compete with a team like the Jazz because they uh, they don't have the beef to hang with Gobert, and uh, the Jazz are versatile enough to attack them a couple different ways. So, yes, I do believe that's going to be a five-game series. I would have to agree with you on that end. Uh, obviously, the Grizzlies were our babies all year, mm-hmm. uh, all season long here with some of our bets and the yeah. Wednesday worry, all that stuff. But it's kind of getting to the end of the rope here for them. It's, uh, it's time when the big boys away. come yeah, out to I've play. Yeah, staying away. Yeah. It's time when the big boys come out to play and the uh, Jazz are definitely making it apparent that... Uh, they are in that crowd, yeah. They're here to rock and roll for sure. Uh couple of huge, huge mm. game fives going on tonight. You got Portland and uh, Denver. Yep. I think I might side with Portland on that one. Um, I'm a little torn. This sure. might be one where I stay away just because I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and then obviously you got LA and Phoenix. Yep. Um, we'll see what happens there. Obviously, I think Phoenix pulls away. It, it might be a little close at the beginning, but I think third quarter it starts to get into six, seven point lead. And then fourth quarter you start to see a 10, 12, 13 point lead. So. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Like I said earlier, if that's not the case, it's going to be because LeBron just strangleholds this game and right. dominates. But I don't think I don't that's see that happen. happening. I don't think. No, I don't see that happening uh, too much either. And then uh, I think Brooklyn's pretty much uh, put a bow on it against Celtics yeah. or what? Yeah, that spread jumped up to like 12 and a half for today's game. Uh, yeah, Tatum's going to have to drop maybe 60 for the Celtics to have a chance in this game. And uh, I don't think that's happening tonight. I think it's a, I think it's a wrap. Yeah, I think so as well. Might be interested in the overplay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Totals kind of uh, middling right around where it has been. And I think with the Celtics last ditch effort, I think we see kind of a total similar to the last game and it smashes right through that. So yeah, I haven't looked at that too much. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see, but uh, that's kind of all going on in the NBA. Important games tonight. Uh, Obviously, stay locked into our Twitter. We'll have highlights, all types of good stuff coming out of there. Uh, Betting trends, nonsense, all that stuff on the Talking the Line Twitter every day. NHL playoffs also rocking and rolling here, partner. Uh, We are getting into the nitty-gritty into the second round. Here we go. Let's get it. Uh, Tonight, you got the Lightning and Hurricane going Mm -hmm. for Game 2. I do believe I will side with the Hurricanes in that matchup. Uh, Getting home ice advantage. I think they have an opportunity to even it up, much like the Islanders did last night, even Uh though it was a little bit of a sweaty overtime for the Islanders, but quite the victory for the Ohio. Yeah, man, that was an exciting one over time. Uh, I was high on the Bruins yesterday, just in general in the series, yeah. but uh, even in the series going back to, because uh, that was in Boston, correct? Yes. Yeah. 
So going back to uh, going back to Long Island, Islanders have taken care of business at home. Yes, so they have. I think we might be staring at a two-two series after this. I next think two we games. could even potentially be star- staring at a three-one series. Okay. Islanders. They okay. are they are dominant at home, and with what they did, I think they needed one game to wake up and see what the Bruins were so? bringing. And I think they they got a possibility to move on to round three. Hey, I already called the Habs once. Maybe Go the Islanders it. are my Go next my next call. So my second call, I, I got I, I got the Islanders moving on to round three. Um, Potentially, we'll see what happens. Maybe going to Stanley Cup, but that's way, way, way in the future. Right for now, I got them. I got them moving on against Boston. From what I watched last night, I know Boston's got Marchand, um, Tuca in net. That's he's always standing on his head. But I just think at the end of the day, this Islanders team scrappy, and when it gets to the playoffs, I put my money on scrappy teams. Fair enough. So. There you have my opinion on the Islanders. Uh, talked about it earlier, beginning of the pod. Once again, was high from the start of the series between the Leafs and the Habs, that the Habs were going to win this series. They went down 3-1. to one. My partner said, hey, how you feeling about that bet? And I said, hey, kind of feeling still good about it. I think they might have a shot. Look at these guys. Completed the 3-1 deficit comeback yeah. and move on to the second round. Now they are facing a very, very difficult Winnipeg Jets team yeah. who sweeped the absolute mess out of the Oilers. So Right. It's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. I kind of like the Canadians with that momentum, man, yeah, if I'm being honest. I, what a choke job by the Leafs. Uh, that's classic Leafs, man. That's that's a what they people, always have been. A lot of people a couple years ago were saying that this team had the makeup of the uh, 2000 or coming into the 2010 late 2000s Blackhawks the way they were building that team. Yeah, and by this point you would have expected them to be hoisting that cup at least sure. once. They have not won. They have not won a single playoff series uh, this decade. I believe it might have even been. Uh, 0405, somewhere in that range that they even won a playoff series. So, uh, well, they have arguably the best player in all of hockey with Austin Matthews and after McDavid. Probably, after McDavid, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you just uh, you, you had that star studded of a lineup. I, I mean, know. they built around him, and it's it's just not what it should be. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But uh, yeah. I think they bounce back next year, get a maybe good playoff series <laughs> Who knows? win. That's sorry, a far uh, look ahead. Yeah, but, that's uh, a far <laughs> look ahead. But sorry to all you Leafs fans out there. I uh, told you on yesterday's pod, I don't think those homeless fans are going to matter, and I think the Habs are going to move right along. I think so. they might have nixed, because I, I cut you off and said that they are yeah. slipping in 500. I think they nixed that, actually. I heard fans, but I don't know if it was maybe pumped not. in or yeah, not. Maybe not. I could be wrong. I don't either know way, if it was, it was 500 at most. So. Yeah, either way. I mean, I was hearing fans, more fans than <laughs> okay, I had been okay. hearing. So, But I also, I don't know if it was pumped in or not like Maybe. i said so you never even know from stadium to stadium no. or with who knows what's still going on we're opening up we're not opening up we're all over the place who knows but that does it for some hockey nonsense um great games one great game gonna be happening and then we got some serious uh series kicking off the um the vegas golden knights and colorado avalanche gonna be continuing their series and then uh man oh man i I just can't talk about enough i am so looking forward to this habs and jet series yeah jets have gotten a nice little rest so we'll see if it's any uh rest versus rust see which one prevails absolutely absolutely so there you have it all right. Uh, anything else top of mind? Maybe uh, just a quick ESPN scroll here live. Let's see if anything my updates, but anything I don't think has any uh, come out. Anything days. we can rant about, talk about straight up. Uh, Jake Paul, the fight former champ. We hit that. Sorry, ESPN. Uh, we are the worldwide leader for right now. Mm. 
Uh, fan runs on, oh, fan runs on the court for the Wizards ah, and yes, the 76ers. Yes, yes. Tried to uh, touch a little rim. Yeah, yeah, tried to touch a little rim. We uh, had another one. This one wasn't egregious, wasn't crazy. This one was, again, another kind of funny. Um, just a Wizard fan ran out on the court, tried to grab some rim, and then ran off. And that well, was congrats. about You're banned for life. Yeah. What's, it's once again. Payoff, pal. It's once again. It's over with, and uh, you probably... Probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, and one final thing. Actually, uh, saw DeGrom's name, but um, I thought this in addition to that. Uh, Jake DeGrom has a 0.71 ERA right now, mm. and it is the lowest ERA in the MLB since 1964. Goodness gracious. Yeah. DeGrom yeah. is de-ealing. Uh, handled business last night, I believe. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. DeGrom and, uh, is de-ealing. Big yeah, time. He's got... Uh, I- I can see the graphic in my head, but I don't know exactly what it is. But like most pitches thrown over 100 by starters, and it's him by a country mile. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it whatsoever. By a country mile. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's pitching great, and I think he continues to pitch great. And maybe he gets himself a no-no this year. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but kind of after starting hot on some no-nos and uh, cooling close off. To perfect game, starting to cool off now. Weather's heating up. Ball's flying a little bit more. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if my early season prediction of at least double digits, double digits. actually breaks now here or not. So kind of cooling off a little bit. We'll see what happens there. Um, for <laughs> for anything else, rants and reactions. That is about does it for the sports and gambling and all of the nonsense on that end. For rants and reactions, few TTL updates. Uh, looks like we should have Twitch good to go very soon. Uh, we will let you know. We'll either be rolling out twitch tuesday or twitch thursday no said it yesterday but uh kind of had to do a little bit more game planning around it uh we'll do some gaming we'll do some best bets we'll pull up stuff on the screen as far as um just some of the betting sites we use or a specific game and we'll run through it we'll break down we'll talk with it through you guys we'll have the chat open just an opportunity for us to kind of kick back a little bit more do some fun stuff and uh shoot the shit with you guys uh during the day um about about half the day for uh a tuesday or a thursday but we'll for sure let you guys know when uh, that will all be rolled out and ready to rock and roll uh, more stuff will be coming we got a website in the works um, some other nonsense we've been working on as far as content videos live shows yada 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 but we just wanted to uh, continue to get the pod live and off the ground get it really solid strong a uh, couple weeks here and then we will uh, continue just to roll 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 stuff out to you as it comes to us and uh as we are able to implement it so stay tuned we ain't going nowhere as always and we are just going to keep making this bigger and better my oh, man yeah. no that's all we uh plan on doing so that does it for today's rants and reactions thank you for sticking around for the second half of the pod why don't we go ahead and close this bad boy out Max? why don't we all right, let's do it the only way that we and I know how with some Colts Motivation Minutes. Let's get right into it today, my friends. I just wanted to give you a quick, heavy-hitting uh, little bit of thought, a uh, quick little kind of quote you might have heard before, and um, just a little bit of some keys to help you get through your day-to-day and uh, probably deal with stuff that you're dealing with currently, because I know that I do and am from time to time. So for today, I wanted to kind of start off with a quote. And today's quote of the day is, if is if you're going through hell, keep going. 
And I'm sure you've heard that before in one way, form, or another. I'm sure you know exactly what that means. And that's kind of what I wanted to center today's message around. And we're all going to face trials. We're all going to face tribulations. We're all going to face adversity. And I wanted to give you a different way to think about them, a little bit of perspective, because you know me, I'm the guy that always likes to shed a little bit of perspective on everything. So when you're thinking about that, and you begin to think about all the adversities that you have faced in your life or are either facing, you can always know that regardless of whatever is happening at this time, it's not going to last forever. And you can look back on those previous adversities and realize that you made it through them and that some of the best things that you have in your life are number one, the most unexpected, and number two, came from those adversities. You may not realize it at the time, but those adversities are there to provide for you. And I know that sounds weird and that sounds really off base and Colt, how the hell are adversities supposed to be here to provide for me and be good for me? Well, I'm telling you that they are. And you need to start looking at them like that because one thing that I found is that the harder the trial, the more difficult the tribulation, the better and bigger the reward is at the end. I don't know why it works this way. I don't know why the universe decided to make it this way, but it's how it works. The harder you are tempted, the harder that you have to deal with something to try and figure out how to get to the other side, the more it wrecks your brain and the harder that it puts an emotional toll on you, the better it's going to turn out in the end. I can promise you that the best is yet to come. And I don't know who needs to hear this today, but it was weighing heavy on my heart. And I know, I know you're struggling. I know it's tough. I know that the easy thing to do is throw your hands up and say, I quit. Say, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to deal with this pain. But keep going. You just might be 90% of the way there. And if you stop now, you'll never know what 100% could have been like. It's a hard thing to do, to continue to put the nose to the grindstone day in and day out. But if you remember anything from today's message, just remember that the harder that you have to battle, the more flaming arrows that you got to catch and break over your knee, the more trials and tribulations that you come across, the more barriers that you run into on your path, the better the reward and outcome is going to be after those trials. Stick through them. Stand up tall. Shoulders back. Let everybody know that you are there to overcome, Mm -hmm. to conquer, and to give your best in every situation regardless of the circumstance or the situation that you find yourself in. If you pursue your day-to-day life, your passions with that mindset, nothing will be able to overtake you. I can promise, promise you that. So two things I want you to remember today. Number one, Regardless of how hard this trial is, regardless of the hell you're going through, keep going and remember that the best is yet to come. I promise. I may be a goofy son of a gun, but I can promise that. 
So keep going, keep pushing. That does it for today's Motivation Minutes. I love it. Anything to add on top of there, partner? Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, as far as keep pushing, whether it's a tangible thing you're looking for, worst case scenario, you're going to be stronger for it. Absolutely. and it, Whether it's physically or mentally or mm-hmm. emotionally, any of those. Absolutely. Or all of them. Absolutely. And from whatever, from the darkest times come the most beautiful times. Exactly. And it, it, it never seems like it when you're in those times. Mm. But if you can attain the mindset of, ah, the best is, is coming. Mm. It's coming. I, I just, I got to get through this. Got to learn. Don't know, mm. don't know what I'm learning right now. Mm. Don't know what I'm supposed to be learning right yeah. now. Don't know why in the hell I am actually in this situation. Yeah. And I would say that's probably the hardest part is the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we uh, all we all would love a crystal ball. Sure. We all sure. would love a crystal ball and see what the hell our future would hold. But I believe that if we did, none of us would believe it. Right. We wouldn't even be able to fathom that out of the ashes we are currently in, that we rose to the phoenix that we are in the future. Exactly. We wouldn't even believe it. Yep. We would not believe it. And that's the most beautiful part about life. If you can tap into the will and the want to see see me, I'm crazy. I like the process. I like adversity. I know at this point, and it wasn't always like that. It, it comes down to the mindset and it comes down to battling it. And it comes down to just realizing that that shit is there to teach me something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I can either just go through it and have a cheerful heart about it. Or I can be pissed off and bring negativity to my life and everybody else's life that I impact just because I'm not happy with a certain situation or adversity. I got two choices and I choose to be happy mm-hmm. and deal with my adversities and, and laugh them along and kick them down the road as they come. Right. And I challenge you guys to do the same. And just remember the best is yet to come. You still got so much more to be given and there's so much more that this life has to offer to you. So just hang tight, get ready. It's coming. I promise. It's coming. So that does it for today's Motivation Minutes. There we have it. Yet another episode of the Talking the Line podcast in the books, partner. One more until the big 5 or Wow. There tomorrow is what I wow. should say. The big 5 that uh that's absolutely insane Mm -hmm. would never uh believe that i've done 50 of these bad boys with you uh here's to 2050 more yep uh here's to making the show more than that yeah that's only like that's only like a (laughs) half a year and we do this every single damn day um here's to uh more content more great stuff coming out um to you guys thank you thank you so much um Teetering on 50 episodes wouldn't even be possible without you guys. Uh, We cannot thank you enough for the views and the support and the following and the ratings and the comments. I... It's it's beyond anything that we could say or thank you guys for. So to show our appreciation, we are just going to keep making the best content we possibly can and coming to you guys every single day with the same energy. Th- this is who we are. This is who mm-hmm. we are off of this camera. I am nobody different. I may be a little flamboyant, crazy, wild sometimes, but that's who I am. I ain't fucking changing for anybody, so you might as well just get used to it. This guy ain't no different off a camera, and we're just going to keep bringing the real raw version of ourselves because uh, we know a a lot of you guys have reached out and you appreciate that. So we're not going to change. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep moving, and we're just going to keep vibing and doing what we got to do every single day, achieving good vibes and giving you guys a little bit of a mental vacation in the process. Yep. 
So if we can do that for uh, one of you guys, a handful of you guys, we did our job. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, as a reminder, looking for all the TTL Cruise content and social channels, hit that link tree right down there. The first one in the description, it uh, is going to have all of our social medias, the newsletter, all of our additional platforms, everything we have there. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you're subscribed to everything so you never miss an update or anything like that. If you could be so kind and you just have a brief moment, I know I don't do them myself. They, they seem kind of a waste of time. But if you got a second, just drop us a rating. We certainly appreciate those five stars. If you love the content we're laying down, if you love the video quality that's bouncing off your eyeballs, if you like the audio quality that's reverberating off the eardrums, just drop us a quick rating or a quick like or a quick comment. I'm telling you, it makes and allows us to get this bigger and better for each and every single one of you. Believe you me. So if you got a quick moment, you wouldn't mind. Man, oh man, we sure appreciate it. Uh, Outside of that, four, we wrap this thing up. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the hearts, festering in the soul that you've been dying to get out to the kind folks that showed up to episode number 49 of the TTL pod on this beautiful June 1st, 2021. I got nothing. Not a damn thing. Okay. I drank way too much coffee and water this morning, so I am... Uh, I got to piss like a racehorse. That's basically what I'm trying to say. All right, here. cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we are uh, <laughs> both on the same page, have to absolutely drain the main vein. So, uh, without further ado, thank you guys so, so much. We hope we uh, give you a little bit of entertainment, education, motivation, and uh, comedy all along the way, and uh, that you guys enjoy riding the train with us. As per usual, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide, for myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>